This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 97 of the North American Outdoors Podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, and I'm coming to you from the great state of Texas. Today in my little podcast studio, I have with me, John John. So we are going to continue our conversation from back on Christmas Eve, and we're going to talk about some things that John John has put to the test and some of his life skills that he's used to make him a bigger, better, stronger person and everything he's learned in the field, how he's turned it to everyday life. Welcome, John John. Hi. Hi. So definitely when we talked before, you shared a lot about football. That seemed to be your common theme. So why is that so important to you right now? Because that's the like part of life I'm in right now, high school football, which is like the only important thing in high school right now for you for me and for everyone that plays that's true so it was kind of cool to watch your um the way you changed i guess is a lack of better words when you were in seventh grade you were start no you were starting on the offense you were starting o-line you were a big strong seventh well you no, you weren't fat, but you were a big, strong seventh grader. And your whole dream was to be whatever that position is that runs and hits and tackles. Linebacker. Yeah, that thing. That's all you've ever wanted to do. And linebackers don't play on the O-line, do they? No. So when you finished playing seventh grade football, you came home and you said, I'm not going to do that anymore. And something clicked. What did you decide to do? I started taking workouts seriously and started eating right and started working out. And going into eighth grade, I was still relatively big, 
but I still made progress from, I think I lost that about 20 pounds. You lost more than that. No, no, no. I, I lost 20 pounds going into eighth grade. So I still put on the old line in eighth grade towards the end of it is when I got moved to linebacker the end of the season, which it's middle school football. So it doesn't really matter. It's just testing you out. But it was still cool because I lost another 20 pounds in eighth grade. And then now I'm in ninth grade. And in the end, I think I lost 70 pounds, gained it back. But it wasn't just fat. I It was good mass that I gained back. So now I am trying to get bigger for next year football. But good big, not bad big. Good big. but <laughs> So... How does that change? I mean, what in your mindset changed? Like what clicked? What? Because I knew that I wouldn't, I didn't want to spend my high school, which would be the funnest years in football playing the O-line. I didn't want to do that. So I took my workout seriously and now I got moved to linebacker and fullback and halfback. Okay. So having that mindset of you had a goal in mind, right? You had a vision, you had a goal. Yes. So what did that do to everything around you? It like, it made me understand how important it is to do the little stuff right. Okay. Do it right the first time. Yes. Like what? Do it again. Like what? Eating. You have to eat right the first time so it doesn't come back and get you. You have to do your sets in the weight room right or you have to do it again. You have to do take your practice seriously or you're not going to get starting. Like do everything right. That's do all the little things right. So why don't you apply that to cleaning the kitchen? Because that's not fun. That's not fun. Or loading the dishwasher. That's not fun. Right the first time. Cleaning the plates before you load them in the dishwasher. Because that's not fun. Uh, but you have to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. You'd think you'd learn the first 12 times. No. <laughs> so, so being an outdoor kid, you grew up in the outdoors. We took you hunting and fishing and camping and doing all kinds of things like that. How has those experiences, how have those experiences transformed your behaviors today um being outside is fun (laughs) it's like a bunch of kids would rather be inside but growing up outside is it like it it helps you because it makes you want to be outside and it makes you want to do stuff outside Okay. Yeah. You were always that kid that never, you never liked being indoors. So what did you learn from nature? I mean, what, what draws you outdoors? It's fun or it's funner. What, I mean, what part of it, what, what do you like? Some people, some people don't like being outside. I mean, you could just do more stuff. You could explore, you could do more stuff like play sports. You could go hunting, you go fishing, so what is one thing that you've gotten into lately that you've been doing outside on the driveway? It seems like every night. What have you been working on cleaning? Oh, oh, 
Um, I started cleaning skulls, like animal skulls, and my friend who's a taxidermist is old, very old, and he can't do it anymore, so he gave me all of his old skulls that he couldn't do, baboons, lions, tigers, uh, bears, stuff like that, monkeys, more monkeys, <laughs> and, he- and more monkeys, <laughs> and the I learned myself how to do it. First, if there's meat on it, you put it in a bucket of water for three months, let the meat dissolve, let the bacteria eat it off. Then after that, you take it out of the dirty water, put it in fresh water with Dawn dish soap and like a whole bottle of it. It takes a lot. And that degreases it. Once the skull is degreased for two weeks, you take it out and you put in hydrogen peroxide for three days and that whitens it. After it's whitened and clean, you hose it off. Then you take hot glue and you glue it together, and that's how you do it. Yeah, you do some pretty good work. Yes. So you've learned a lot from our our old friend, our old taxidermist friend. So why do you like doing that? It's very time consuming. It's cool decoration, and you can make money off of it, which I haven't made money yet, but I will. Yeah, that's good. That's a good skill to have because, especially in the world of hunting, which we're in. Um, anyway, what other things have you enjoyed doing outdoors that have transformed into your everyday life? Um, well, I like doing cleaning skulls, playing sports, um, working out outside, being in the heat, being in the cold. Um, Talk about working out. One thing that really, I guess, impressed me is when we went on our annual vacation to Yellowstone last summer, what are we at, like 8,000 feet at some point? Yes. And what were you crazy doing every single day when we were up with no oxygen? Um, I had a routine. And the most important thing when you're working out is to keep a routine because if you go to the gym for one day for 12 hours and you never come back, you're not going to see anything. But if you come to the gym every day for 30 minutes without um, stopping, you come to the gym for 30 minutes every single day, you're going to see progress. And routine is the most important thing I've learned from my coaches that if you do one thing, you keep on doing it every single day. And that's what builds me. And that's what I do. So when we were at Yellowstone, I had a routine before Yellowstone. To, I did my, I did a lot of push-ups, a lot of sit-ups, a lot of body weight exercises that you use your body weight to build your muscle, like dips, pull-ups. And then we went to Yellowstone, and that wasn't going to stop me, and I kept on doing the same exercises without stopping. But what was the difference up in Yellowstone? I can't breathe. <laughs> no, but you kept going, didn't you? Yes. And what did it do to your lung capacity? It built it up. So how did you feel when we came back? Good. Yeah, you got got to go a little bit further, a little bit longer. So one of the things that we did was there's a a big um, attraction, I guess, in Yellowstone called the Grand Canyon of Yellowstone. And you can actually um, go down and see the falls and... There's lots of trails that you can take. Well, we ended up taking a trail all the way to the stinking bottom. And I think we did a thousand foot elevation change um, in a matter of 
very short time. It was easy going down, but then you turned around and you looked straight back up at all the switchbacks that you had to climb back to get to the top. And I had never thought I was going to die in my life until I got back up to the top. And poor Luke was staying with me and, Mom, are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. I just... I just can't breathe. And thankfully, they had little stopping points and stopping rocks that you could sit and rest on. Me and the other old moms were sitting along the way. But John John, I think, ran the entire way back up to the tippy top. And then he turned around and realized that Luke and I weren't right behind him. So what'd you do? You came back. You came back down and checked on us. And then you ran back up to the top again. So it was pretty cool to see that, you know, endurance that he's built over this last year, plus um, getting in shape and, and staying driven like he is very determined. Um, so that was a lot of fun watching that. But the cool thing is once you build your lung capacity in the higher elevation, it stays with you for about a month because when we came home, John John went straight to SWAT camp for the summer and Luke and I turned around and went to South Dakota, which is right back up in the same elevation that we left. And all of our scout friends were having a hard time climbing and hiking. But Luke and I noticed that we were just fine. So we were definitely acclimated from our trip to Yellowstone. So so tell us a little bit more about um, what you have in store for your for your 2022 um, I'm going to stay on top of my grades, get all A's, get the best GPA I can in high school and go on, play sophomore football, be the best player I can be. Even if I don't, my goal is to make varsity. Even if I don't make varsity, I make JV. I want to be the best JV player on the team. So it doesn't matter what team I'm on. I'm still going to work out and I'm still going to outwork all of my, I'm going to outwork everyone around me. So whatever team I'm on, I'm still going to succeed. So what has that mindset done to your circle of friends? Um, My friends, they, they are not as determined to make varsity. My friend group doesn't really care. They're in basketball right now. So they quit. the. They didn't quit, but they had to get taken out of the football class to go into the basketball class. So while... Me and my teammates are working. They are just playing basketball, which doesn't help them next year. In the football field. Yes. But I guess what my question is, is getting in a friend group that's just as determined in a sport mentality like you are, they're good kids, right? They don't have time to make bad choices because they have to stay on the right track and they have to keep healthy, and they keep busy, right? It's good to be in a friend group that knows what you're going through. Like, when you have hard workouts, they're, like, the only ones that understand what it's like and how tired you are when you come back to school the next day. So it's good to stick around them. Yeah, you guys are very like-minded and have a lot in common. So when you were coming into high school, you had a big brother to look up to who was doing football and who knew the ropes. How important was it that you had that role model to look up to, to help guide you to make you a better player? It was good because I got to watch his varsity games and it kind of gave me the mindset of what I wanted 
I wanted to be in his shoes. I wanted to be on Friday Night Lights. So it gave me like a motivation. Okay. So who do you have coming behind you? Luke. All right. So are you going to do the same thing to Luke? Yes. Are you going to help him? Yes. Why? Because it's like same, like he's like, he's in my shoes. That's right. And he's looking at you like you look at Matthew. Yes. So one thing we're going to talk about schoolwork for a minute. And the other day you shared with me after you took a test in geometry that now it's all in your head. And you have a different perspective on geometry than I do. What were you telling me on the drive it's home? A new perspective on like everything because <laughs> I I'm good at geometry and I have like a hundred in geometry, but I hate it so much because everywhere I look is like a triangle now. <laughs> like I'm walking on the street and I see a sign, like a square sign, and I see like in my head the line cutting it in half to make two triangles. <laughs> I see like the top of a building and then in my head I just picture a triangle from my viewpoint to the distance I'm away from the building and the height of the building. <laughs> it's just everything is a triangle now and I hate it so much. <laughs> but it's a good thing no, though. No, it's not. Why? Because I just it's like it's like I don't it's like hallucinating triangles. <laughs> They're like everywhere. <laughs> but it's, it's it's done good for you, though. I don't care. I see triangles everywhere. <laughs> Do you see footballs everywhere? No, it's not the same. Why is it the same? Because you can't make a football out of anything, but you can make triangles out of literally anything. <laughs> see, I don't see that. I do. Like, there's triangles just everywhere because of geometry. Are they floating? No, it's not like that. It's like you look at objects and you can just see triangles out of them. Are you seeing triangles right now? Yes. <laughs> you could cut that in half. And you could make that a triangle. Are you seeing triangles above my head? The ceiling can be a triangle if you cut it in. Is that the only subject that is just, in your head? Just triangles, yes. How come not squares? Because in geometry, you learn about triangles. What about prisms? No, just triangles. Cylinders? No, geometry is just triangles. That's all geometry is? Basically. Literally, like, yes. Like, every formula relates to a triangle. Every theorem is a triangle. Like, there's nothing that's not a triangle. Why are triangles so important? I don't know. <laughs> but, they're in, but they're in your head. Yes. <laughs> so when you're on the football field, you see triangles? I mean, I guess the field could be a triangle if you cut in, like, diagonal. Does that mess with your... Because on the test, they'll give you problems like that. It'll be like the football field is this length, this width, how, like, and then they'll ask you, like, the meters of the triangle. And to find that, you have to find the length of the football field, and you have to cut it in half to find the two triangles. That's the problems asked on tests. So because of those problems, it's just everywhere. So when you're playing football, are you thinking about triangles? I mean, no. And yes. How do you se <laughs> how do you separate the two? You don't. You just see them. <laughs> I don't. I've I've never been that good in geometry. Maybe that was my problem. Maybe I never learned about. Yeah, it's all about triangles. the triangle. <laughs> John, John. 
<laughs> All right. So is there any last parting words from the wisdom mind of John John that you would like to share with anyone about reaching their goal, having a mindset? What What are some of your words of advice? About... Do you want it to be about triangles or do you want no, it to be about... I don't want to be triangles. <laughs> I guess if you want it to be about triangles. Just don't visualize triangles. Okay. And mm. on goals, just keep consistency. Because that's come that's come working in your favor, right? Yes. All right. Last minute words. Consistency, is that your word of the day? Yes. Okay, now do your what did you call that thing? ASMR. ASM what does that stand for? I don't know. ASMR. Is that like appropriate? Can we say that? Word? Yes. So what does it mean? I don't know. Is it what you're doing? Yes. Really close to the microphone and making yes. really cringy, creepy sounds? <laughs> yes. Oh, what else do you do with that? You just talk. And it's like, it's supposed to be soothing, but it's not. That's creepy. Yeah. Well, you were doing like pop sounds and stuff. <laughs> no. No, I wasn't. Yeah, you were. See, that's gross. <laughs> All right, John John, thank you for spending your time with me. Oh, John John. There is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and waters and making memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo. And and you have heard another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit NorthAmericanOutdoors.org and follow me on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day.